Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The National Basketball Association. The hosts would refer to it as the best league in sports. Bringing you the latest NBA news, updates, and opinions. It's time for Double Tech with Darrell H.B. Young and Christian Weaver. But I've been low-key, hated on by most these with no cheese, no deals, and no G's, no wheels, and no keys, no posts, no snow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Believe the hype is real. Welcome to Double Tech. I am Darrell H.B. Young. I am Christian Weaver. Thank you so much for tuning in. If it sounds like we're excited, it's because we are. What, what, what did you dub this? You've already named this show, Christian. What is the name of it? This is the Double Tech Trade Deadline Special. Dun, dun, dun. That sounds good to me. If you don't know, you should know. If you're listening to this podcast on, why do I want to say SoundCloud every time? We're not on SoundCloud. Don't, don't even think about SoundCloud. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Other things. And other things. That's where we are. If you're listening there, we appreciate you. If you're listening on Buzz 2, we appreciate you as well. Trade deadline special. It went down, Christian. It finally happened. Y'all know the big one. Christian, let the people know what happened. Let them know. So, it turns out Daryl Morey was right in gambling the Ben Simmons situation because he did end up flipping him for James Harden. You shut your face, hole. Now, of course, there is other things involved, but those are the two major pieces and, you know, we talked about Ben Simmons a lot this season I and saw- a lot before the season. We were like, well, actually, after the playoffs last year, there was like, there's no way Ben Simmons is on this roster come, you know, day one of the NBA season. That's true. And, you know, he did never play a game with the 76ers again, but he he stuck it out for a while. Which is or, amazing they, in itself. They yeah, stuck it they out. They stuck it out yeah. for a while, yeah. Yeah, that, that was amazing. So, but he made it happen. It, it's it's So it's gone down. It, it's official. It's real deal. Officially official. Wouldn't it be something if uh, Simmons failed his uh, dude, <laughs> physical? <laughs> dude, see, okay. he's back with the Sixers. The funny thing is, I did just see something about you know they're checking to make sure he's mentally prepared and he's still a work in progress well, and all that stuff. I had saw where um, KD and him had talked and they're on the same page. Well, that's good. So that's good. And of course, KD won't be back for a little bit. And by the time KD's back, Ben Simmons should be playing. Although they're going to take it slow with him. They already said that. Yeah, they're not going to force him into playing right away. But um. The other pieces involved, the Brooklyn Nets get Seth Curry as well, Andre Drummond, a 2022 first-round pick, and a 2027 first-round pick. Dude. Certain protections on some of those. but um, And the Philadelphia, Philadelphia 76ers get James Harden and Paul Millsap. I got to say, man, that's and we were just talking about win-lose. That's I, I, We say that's a win-win for sure. I think it is. For both teams, that's a win-win. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I still feel like Philadelphia is coming out on the the better side of it for some reason. I just feel like if James Harden plays the way James Harden can play, a healthy James Harden being as effective as we know he can be, putting him with what could be top three in the MVP race right now, Joel Embiid. Right. Dude, I, I like Philly, man. I like Philly a lot. And I know that's, you know, it's, it's tough to say right now. And I think the main reason I feel that way is because I want to see Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? Right. I want to see him. I know what James Harden can give me when he's playing at the top of his game. I want to see Ben Simmons well, again. The last time we saw, this is what sticks in everybody's mind. The oh, last yes. time we saw Ben Simmons, it was, it was awful. It was nasty. It, it was, was awful for a while. <laughs> but that's not who he is as a player necessarily. Yeah. Um. He's a very good player, and I would tend – it is a win-win trade. I mean, mm. 
the 76ers traded a guy as a centerpiece that hasn't played. And they got James Harden in the package. I'm amazed it took this long. James Harden is easily the best player in the deal. Oh, facts. Without but question. I do feel like Ben Simmons does fit the seventy or the Nets better than James Harden ever did. Although when they did all play together, they only played 16 games. They went 13 and three. And that's crazy. And I I think you know had they all been playing together, the super team would have worked. Yes. And they, they probably would have won a championship or I two. told you, from the jump, when they made the moves and made it happen, I told you. And I would say all the time on this show, I am scared of Brooklyn. I had no problem saying I was scared of a team because that's a scary team. James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, that's a scary squad. 16 games. Yeah, but a lot of things didn't bounce their way. Of course, Kyrie Irving being who he is didn't work out. And then KD getting <laughs> injured, James Harden being injured or whatever, out of shape, whatever you want to You mean it. to tell me Kyrie Irving, just the type of person he is, is the reason it didn't work out? Are we a little bit? It's a big part. Are we ready to talk about uh, Kyrie Irving possibly being a team killer? The thing about it is, and, and this is the problem because he's so good. He is good. He's so he's good. very good. And it's always something else. Besides, it's not the basketball game. Ready. Exactly. And that's ridiculous to me that that would be the thing that's crumbling up the team. It would be one thing if your production was was terrible. Yeah. I.e. Russell Westbrook. We'll get to that later. If you were playing so badly, but every time he plays, it's like, man, Kyrie Irving, possibly the best point guard in the league right now. Who basically him and Steph, you would juggle. Steph's been bad, but yeah. Oh, Steph's been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, dude, I think it's it's getting there, man. It's getting there. Now we'll see what happens when Ben Simmons and KD and Kyrie and all of them are playing because that is a nasty squad. It's a good squad. It's a really good squad. And you get Seth Curry. He's going to be your shooting guard. And then you can actually bring Patty Mills off the bench as that six man. You still yes. got Joe Harris. Yeah. You still got Marcus Aldridge. Oh, Brooklyn's good. It's a good. It's actually a pretty decent squad. I think Brooklyn. You you kind of had to. I think they got better in this trade. If, they did. If I think you so. know Ben Simmons plays what he's capable of. Now if he comes in and it's just like, well, we got Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, <laughs> but Ben Simmons is just. I, this is the thing, and you brought up a really interesting point, and you said it a lot whenever Brooklyn was playing and James Harden was doing James Harden things. James Harden was the point guard for Brooklyn, right? Kyrie was essentially the two guard. Because James Harden had the ball, he was racking up on assists, and it was fantastic. The thing about it is, I feel like, well, obviously, that's the position that Ben Simmons would be playing, but Ben Simmons can't score like James Harden. So to me, that's a problem, because that's what made James Harden even better, because he was facilitating the ball, but he could also get you 35 on accident. But I don't think Ben Simmons has to score when he's on the nets. And also, he doesn't have a dominant big man that is occupying the paint. So he is allowed to drive to the paint. This is true. This is true. I see. I just got to see. If you play it. with Marcus Aldridge at the five, he can sit at the three. And you have <sighs> Kevin Durant, you got Kyrie Irving. Dang. It opens him up for a driving lane. Dude, it, it's, it, we just got to see it because it really it sounds so good. The potential is there. I don't think you could put Ben Simmons. I think it was what? Brooklyn and Golden State at one point in time was the possibilities. Right. I, I don't think you could find a better situation for Ben Simmons. Like if he, if he doesn't thrive in this situation, what, where you? Yeah, putting? you don't really have an excuse. You know what I mean? You know, assuming that Kyrie Irving and Katie are playing, I think you don't have an excuse. You, you have no excuse. So, but it it, it went down. I, I gotta say, with all the talk and the speculation, they try to make it seem like, well, well, we don't know. It's maybe not gonna happen. And James Harden, 
the talks were or the rumor was that he didn't want to officially ask to be traded because of how it was going to look with how he left Houston. Which he basically did by that. Exactly. Yeah. So now James Harden's getting beat up pretty bad. I, I, I've seen it. I, I don't get on Twitter much until you tell me to or if something like this is going on. But I, it's he's taking a beating for the simple fact is he's he's team hopping right now. It's like he. Yeah. But, but see, that's the thing, though, Christian. I can't even be upset with him in this situation. This is not really what he signed up for, and or what what he did sign up for. This is not what he planned. Yeah, on. that's not what it, that's he went to the Nets under the assumption that you know Kyrie Irving would be playing. Yes, now the KD thing you can't help. Yeah, obviously. that's, that's that, different. That just sucks. But Kyrie playing no home games that changes that, everything. That has to be frustrating. It's I, I understand that, and you you can kind of tell as they. KD and James did a pretty good job as far as whenever the media would ask them about it. Not really just avoiding it, but just yeah. kind of talking about it, moving on, keeping it. Yeah, we'll be glad when he gets back. You know, it's, it's of course, it's a little frustrating, but we just got to play through it, blah, 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 blah. But you knew that he was getting to a point of, okay, I'm, I'm tired of this. I, I really am. I think, And I think the, the addition of KD getting hurt added to it. it. It really did because now it really was just – well, what are you going to do, James? So I, I can't even really be too mad at him in this situation. I, I can't. Yeah. And it, it's already announced that he's going to pick up his option for next year. So Philadelphia for sure has him for this season and next season. Man. Um, He hasn't been great in his last 10 games, only shooting about 40% from the field, 31% from three, 22 points a game, 12 assists a game. It's pretty good. Nice. Five turnovers. Russell Westbrook. Um, <laughs> but um, Why is Russell Westbrook like synonymous with turnovers, turnovers now? It's- that stinks. Pretty good at I it. I hate it. He's man. pretty good at turning the ball. Oh, but um, he hasn't played great. But also, I could chalk that up to uh, his team is garbage. Yes, for the most part around him. That's yeah, pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Uh, during that time when Kyrie Irving wasn't playing, there was a lot of uh, Blake Griffin and yeah, it was it was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but did I blink and see Brooklyn was losing twenty eight to two to the Boston yes. Celtics? I yes, thought I did. all three of them weren't playing. I know, but still. I don't care. It's not great. But um <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but yeah. Uh you could chalk that up to that and also maybe he was like, Yeah, I'm ready to I'm mm-hmm. ready to leave. Yeah. We saw what happened last year when he was kinda tanking it with the Rockets and then he got <laughs> traded to the Nets and he was really good. Oh, he was hooping. So, that could be the case again. So I think this year, <laughs> specifically just this year, the seventy sixers may have won this deal. Yeah. But in the long term, K D gets back healthy. There's not a mandate anymore. Kyrie gets to play. I'm taking the Nets in this deal. I, th- I mean, I, I got to agree with you for the long term. I feel like right now, Brooklyn's essentially looking at, I don't want to say down the line, but definitely not this season as far as this being their year. What is it? February. So you get Ben Simmons. It's not too late. It's not too late, but I feel like it's more urgency in Philly than it right. is Brooklyn right now. Brooklyn- and I, I think that uh, Brooklyn sh- or the Philadelphia 76ers should be more urgent, despite Kevin Durant being older. Um, Joel Embiid's prime may not be that much longer. Gosh, and he's playing so well. Yeah. He's playing so good. So I think Philly the second best team in the East right now? I'm not going to say that. No? I need to see it first because the Bucs and the Heat are pretty good. Yeah. I'll say that. Oh, yeah, they are. They're over the Cavs. I like the Cavs. Yeah. They're over the Cavs. But I think, yeah, I think they're over the Cavs as well, too. So, yeah, that, that's that's a win-win, man. I, I see nothing wrong with James Harden going to Philly. As much as I, I took a lot of shots at Ben Simmons, we'll see if he proves me wrong again. 
I've been proven wrong many a time, so I wouldn't be surprised if he did. But I just I don't know, man. Right right now, just looking at it from the jump, I just feel like Philly with how Joel is playing, you know he's loving this move. Didn't he tweet what did he tweet? He tweeted out something. Uh I would probably have to explain it off. Well, I can explain it, but not in uh, give a quick not in the same notes. way. So there's a meme of this guy that's at a funeral and he's you know dressed up. Yeah, and he's like, I had to go to his funeral to make sure he was dead or something like. <laughs> it's basically that. Oh, that's and that's tough. that's the picture he tweeted without Ooh, the caption. Oh man, that's uh, whew, that's that's rough. It's rough. It's fantastic, but. It's rough. But yeah, that's so that's the biggest one. We got a lot of other trades. We have another one we want to hit before we hit this break. We still got a little bit of time. But is there any other one that's that I would say top of the list? Because there's a few. Yeah, uh, I think the biggest other surprise today was Kitschaps Perzingis getting oh, traded. That's the one. To <laughs> to the Wizards. Which what you call maybe one of the worst trades of all time. <laughs> I understand that Perzingis may not be available all the time. But he's better than Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. And the thing about Dinwiddie, he's just having an extremely Dinwiddie's bad, having a horrible year. Extremely bad year because I've always liked him and he had been playing really well until this season. So yeah, I, I don't So um I don't know about that trade. Przingis has played thirty four games out of fifty five. Yeah. It's not great. He's missed twenty one games. It's not good. But in those games, he's averaging 19 points, about eight rebounds, two assists, two blocks on 45% from the field, 28% from three sucks. But um, he's doing that. And then you go to the flip side and look at the Wizards. They also gave up a second-round pick, which makes no sense. I see that. Um, what? Yeah, that makes no sense. Uh, second-round picks don't really matter, but still, they shouldn't be giving up a pick in that deal. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, so far this year, played 44 games, and... He's shooting 38% from the field, 31% from three, averaging 13 points, six assists. Dang. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's not a pretty good. rough season. And then Davis Bertans, he's played 34 games, about 15 minutes a game, although in his last 10 he's only playing nine minutes a game, shooting 35% from the field and 32% from three, six oh points a game. That's literally the only thing he can do is shoot the ball, and he's horrible to shoot. <laughs> he's horrible. Dude, so what, like— so, in his last 10, he's only played five times. They've been benching him. But uh, field goal percentage is 23%. Three-point percentage is 9%. Oh, my gosh. Nine? Nine. <laughs> and his contract oh is gosh. absurd. He's making like $17 million a year to do this. Dude, I'm in the wrong field, man. Like, what? He's making, he's making a good amount of money to be that bad. So what do you think the end game was? As far I, as this trade. I don't understand because Spencer Dinwiddie just got a new deal. So it's not like they're taking on an expiring contract. Yeah. Uh, Davis Bertans has like two years left on his deal. So it makes no sense to me. Like, uh, And you can't even play the, well, Davis Bertans, you know, Luka Doncic, maybe they'll, they'll get along because yeah. they're not from the same country. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't, think Davis is like Latvian and... Lucas Slovenia. See, the crazy thing about it, Christian, I feel like this was, you know, like knee-jerk reactions. I feel like this was a slow knee-jerk reaction because we thought Porzingis was going to get He should have been traded a while ago. Yes, but then he started playing better, and now he gets traded. Just seems kind of late, man. That's all it takes to get Kitschaps Porzingis. I understand that, like, he's <laughs> not playing, but that's horrible. That's really bad. Like, that's really, really bad. So, yeah, it's—I I don't know about that one, man. I, I, I really don't. 
I, I really don't. And, I, and I'm sure you know him. He's he's emotional, so I'm sure he feels some kind of way. He, he's probably well, saying he something. goes there. He's like, this is my team now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Bradley Bill's out, but for he, a little bit. He's so. the number one option now. He, is. He, he really is the number one option in Washington, which is is crazy. We're gonna so. see how good a team is when Porzingis is the number one option, dude. What if they start balling out of control? That'd what, be crazy. I hope you. I kind of hope he starts hooping. I kind of hope he I do does. Too. That, that, would be that, funny. that would be good to see just him playing some of the best ball since he's been talking a big game. He's been talking a real big game. So hopefully, for his sake, he can kind of back it up, carry the Washington Wizards to uh, playoff glory. That that was the head scratching move to me. That just made no sense. Well, I mean, we'll get to the other deals in the next uh, segment that made no sense. We'll get we'll go over all the deals. <laughs> it's a bunch uh, of them. The Trailblazers made quite a few that didn't make any sense to me. Oh my gosh! What, so did the Kings. What is going on in Portland? And Sacramento. Oh, yeah, you're right, man. We we got plenty of them to get to on the trade deadline special edition of Double Tech. Right back after this. Like that's going to attract the pictures. That was really me. I ain't have to act and conflict it. Only difference is I'm living. And I would have whacked one of who knew that after drug dealing. Welcome back to Double Tech, HB, Mr. Weaver. I know, I know, it's a basketball show, but Christian, Super Bowl halftime show in a handful of days. You excited? I am excited. I am too. Maybe like a nine on a scale of one to ten. I'm about 9.5 myself. Yeah, I'm pretty high up there. I would have been a point five higher if 50 was on instead of Mary J. Blige. Yeah. That's been my only complaint, but that's just yeah. me. So when I picked out my songs... I did all the people that were on there. I don't think I did Snoop, actually. Maybe I I'm did. Wrong. I got you. Come so on, you man. got me on there. You know, I got I you. I left Mary off. I, I put 50 th- instead of Mary. But you know what? I to see. I see what you did there. Smart man. I I think I played Mary, I guess that was last week or the week before last. Because he yeah. was like, hey, man, we should have waited till. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But I'm excited right now. But, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, think, I think it's going to be a really good show. I just feel like between all the people, we're going to miss like about 40 songs that we wish oh, they would have played. I mean, there's like a ton of like Kendrick Lamar songs that they won't play. Yes. I wish they'd play that. Speaking of Kendrick Lamar, so you say the rumor is a new track by him coming when? Tonight, so they say. You shut your face, Christian. Are you serious? That's the rumor. I hope we get it. I'm excited. I hope so too, man. First new music in four years. Well, I mean, his own music, of course. I mean, he's been featured on a handful of things. Yeah. Drop a hot verse. (laughs) Top of the morning, top of the morning, (laughs) top of the morning. See, you know Kendrick is Kendrick is the stuff when that's all he has to say and it goes viral. That song was awesome, <laughs> dude. That, that man, dude. I'm excited. I hope he does drop a single. I just It'd be great. I don't know, Can't man. Wait. I just don't know if he is. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the trade deadline special of Double Tech. We've already hit on the big one: Ben Simmons, James Harden switching places amongst a few other pieces. But you know what I mean. It's going down. Philly, Brooklyn. Man, I still can't believe it. Knew it was going to happen, but now that it's yeah. actually official, it's a, it's a very exciting time. So we'll see what comes from that. The last few days, Paul it, it kind of became clear that it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It well, did. I think everyone had a good feeling that it was probably going to happen. Yeah. They just had to work out the specifics. Um, That's a win-win trade. We're going to move to a, <laughs> a pair of moves by the 
trailblazers. Oh gosh, that just don't make any sense to me. Let me see. I, um, I, right here. I lost it. <laughs> all the way back last Friday. We'll start there. Oh boy, the trailblazers sent Norman Powell and Robert Covington to the Clippers for Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, a 2025 second round pick. The only thing of note in that entire trade for that the uh, Trailblazers would be receiving is Keon Johnson. That's only because he's a rookie. Okay. Eric Bledsoe is going to get bought out because he sucks. <laughs> Justice yes. Winslow is not very good. The bad thing is they traded Gary Trent Jr. for Norman Powell last year. <laughs> and they traded two first rounders just last year to get uh-huh. Robert Covington. And that's all you get Keon Johnson in return. That's yeah. all you that's all you've got. Yeah. And I understand they fired their GM this past offseason, but still, if you're the new GM, you should be like, Yeah, that's not a good return return on value how does that seem like a good move because you i mean you hit the nail on the head you look at what you gave up to get what you had and what you're getting giving up what you have now it's a bad move and i'm still i'm trying to figure out what are they doing other than creating space they're creating space which i'll get to that in a second but first let's go to the cj mccomb trade oh so they trade cj larry nance jr who's a good player Tony Snell, who was the first player to ever have a 50-50-100 season in the NBA. That's awesome. His last season. Barely yeah. shot at any, hey, any free right. throws. He hit the he hit the minimum amount yeah. that he, he shot, needed to actually get it counted. He shot so 0.1 free throws a game. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and uh, wow, really? Yeah. I don't even see that's possible if you play like a decent amount. Like, how can you not get one free throw a game? But anyway, um, <laughs> always shoots jumpers, I guess. Uh, they traded that package to the Pelicans, and in return, they got Josh Hart, and we'll get to these next players in a second, Thomas Satoransky, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, D.D. Luzada, a 2022 protected first-round pick, and two second-round picks. Mm. So that pick uh, is likely to convey, most likely, this season. I believe it's top five protected, and then if it goes outside the lottery, they uh, they lose it also, yeah. and then it would maybe be unprotected next year. But they're likely to get it this year because the Pelicans are probably going to be around the plan. Yeah, they are. Which they're already in the last part of the plan. Um, but on those players, Thomas Satoransky and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, they traded Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who was, other than Josh Hart, was the only piece in that entire trade that they returned that I was interested in, yeah. other than the first-round pick also. Um, I think he's an interesting young player. Cousin of Shea Gilgis Alexander, by the way. Oh, okay. Um they traded him to the Utah Jazz. They traded Thomas Satoransky to the San Antonio Spurs. And in return, they get Joe Ingles, who's an expiring contract. Mm. Not going to play the rest of the season because, you know, he messed his knee up. And they get Elijah Hughes, who... <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I love your face. And, and Joe Ingles is pretty hurt about leaving, too. He loves him yeah, from Utah. Which so. he may just go back That's, after he, the season. He could. But anyway... um. So what they did was they traded all these pieces. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go over all the pieces just in the past year. Okay. Traded away. I, I want to hear this. Derek Jones Jr., Larry Nance Jr., Gary Trent Jr. They had a lot of juniors. Norman Powell, <laughs> C.J. McComb, Robert Covington. In return, they received Eric Bledsoe, Keon Johnson, <laughs> Justice Winslow, Josh Hart. Thomas Satoransky, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and D.D. Wuzada. Yeah, I don't think that's that is trade. awful, <laughs> awful. Oh, uh, like their GM should be fired now. Already, I, I just I just gotta know. I feel like 
there has to be some kind of reason for this. Like, so the reasoning is they already said that they're trying to retool around Dame, which is dumb. They should just trade them. They should. Like you, you just made your roster significantly worse. So bad. And I like Anthony Simons, and they're probably going to sign him to a decent extension this offseason because he's playing really well. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, they should have tried to trade him. I don't know if they did. He's going to walk it this season. Either. Yeah. He's going to walk this offseason. He's a free agent. too, man. Uh, and then what they did was create, I think, $60 million in cap space. But who cares? You're the Portland Trailblazers. You're not going to get a big free agent. Yeah, you're not. Really that doesn't a hot happen spot. for small. That doesn't happen for small market teams. Nobody's going to come there and be like, "Yeah, I'm coming to the Portland Trailblazers." Dude, that's so, not going to happen. You have to build through the draft if you're if you're a team like that. Okay, so we have or trades. We haven't seen officially. I guess we got the word that Dame said. I don't know who it was that said he's. Hey, this is what. Yeah, I he said stay. he wants to stay or whatever. So when did he say this? It was yesterday. Okay, he said this yesterday or the day before. Because after the CJ trade, that's tough. He needs to go. He really needs to go because I'm all about being loyal. And that's great, Dame. But you're at a point right now. And I know he talked a big game, talking about he doesn't like, you know, he's not scared of the grind and all that good stuff. The grind's beating his ass. Oh, dude, it's flipping his tail. He's having the worst season of, I mean, his Career, Last yeah. Career that it I may know not be of. his fault because he's injured, but still, still, they got a horrible trash team around him now. That's I, the fact that you're injured. It stinks, but at the same time, all the more reason why you need a team around you to kind of carry some of the load. Dame's been doing it by himself. Well, CJ McCollum always helps, but it's been essentially him carrying so many games and so many big moments and so many situations where it's like, man, if he just had a little bit of help. It would be a lot more, a lot easier on him, but he just doesn't have it. And now you're in a situation where they say they're going to build around you and, and get you situated. They're not going to do it. How old is Dame? 30, 31, 31, 30. 30. Yeah. It's, it's time, man. It's time. You, you still have a nice chunk of career left. You got to get out of there, He needs man. to stop wasting his career. He does. He needs to stop showing that team the loyalty when they're not going to reciprocate that loyalty. I almost feel like I, I don't even know how to explain it because I don't. Is it safe to say they're loyal to him, just not helping him? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I don't. That's not helping him at all. Like that doesn't it's help. Like they'll give him money and stuff like that, but they're not building any significant roster around him. Because I just I don't know how you stay there another couple of years. Like how? Why? They're a dumpster fire. It's, it's so bad. bad. So like, how, where do you think? Just right now. Let's say they make a, a big pickup. I don't even see anybody. I don't think there's like an NBA free agent this offseason that you're like, oh, man, that's 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 big time right there. Because James Harden's not a free agent. Unless he's talking to somebody that we don't know. It's not going to happen. You, you don't think? Maybe. maybe let, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, maybe he's so comfortable because he knows something we don't. I doubt it. Could that be the case? I doubt it. He's on the phone ma- making moves, making calls, making texts, and he actually has something going in the background. I hope for his sake, since he is being so loyal, that's the case, and he's not Let, just depending on the front office. Let's say that they do go out and they sign this big-time free agent. Okay. Whoever it is, you know, let's say Kawhi Leonard's a free agent. He's not going to be. But anyway, they go out and say, <laughs> sign Kawhi Leonard. You still have the problem that you have Dame and Kawhi Leonard and you have nothing else. Yep. And they're not going to be a championship contender with just those two. Yeah, that's That's the situation that they're in. It's like at that point, you need to trade Dame and just build your team, just restart. I will give you Russell Westbrook right now. THT, Russell Westbrook, Kendrick Nunn, 
All of them. First round all pick. Every them. asset you have. All of them. And I will, will. I say we'll get to Russell Westbrook later. We're just going to act like that didn't happen at all. Just Russ, just Lakers in general. Just to skip over them. Whenever we do standings, don't even talk about them. We have to talk about them. But, yeah, it's – the, the the Portland thing, man, I just I feel bad for Dame. I really do, man, because I liked him. I always have liked him. He's one of the hardest working players in the league, and now it's like he's running on a treadmill because he's yeah, just it's, spinning it's his bad. wheel because he's, he's, he's not going to be doing any relevant games anytime soon because if he stays next season, they're not winning anything. They're not winning anything. He's, he's, the team is just not getting better to the point where they're going to be competing in the West. It's not going to happen. So we'll move on to uh... – the Kings trade, and oh, we'll yeah. talk about some other ones too. Um, we'll run through all of them. Yeah, but ahead. I would firmly say that they lost both those deals, right? <laughs> the am. other team was the winner in both those deals. Yes, um, question. Okay, so the Pacers and the Kings, this is one of the more surprising trades I've heard in a while. Everybody was shocked. Yes, NBA teams were shocked because they did not know that this player was available. Oh, they And what kind, really of malpract- just- what kind of malpractice is that? that you, do- you just trade a player – that nobody else knows available. Like, you don't even know if that's the best package you could have got for that player. Cr- oh, dude, guarantee if other teams knew he was on the table, they would have been building nice packages for him, no doubt. But, yeah, that's terrible. So, said player is Tyrese Halberton, who is a rising young player. I think he's he's going to be a perennial all-star, most likely, and he could be an all-NBA player. We'll see. Um, he got traded to the Indiana Pacers along with Buddy Heald, Along with Tristan Thompson, who already said he does not plan to play there. Um, <laughs> of course he doesn't. And the Sacramento Kings got Demonis Sabonis, who is a two-time All-Star and currently right now is the best player in the deal. We'll get to that. Um, Jeremy Lamb and Justin Holiday. So the problem is Tyrese Halberton has the most potential of anybody on this trade. Oh, facts. Um I like Sabonis, though. We've I do. I, do, I like Sabonis. Sabonis. But it was just a shocking move. I don't think anybody and, saw that. Sabonis, as much as I like him, does he really affect winning all... Like, he's not a ceiling raiser, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, he's going to go to the Sacramento Kings and they may have a play-in, but that's it. Yeah. Like, he's not putting you over the top. He's like a probably a third or fourth option. It's not a bad pickup. Because, no, definitely Halliburton is... I'm surprised they let him go in the first place. But it's not a terrible move, like, if that's... It's not, you know what I mean. It's not god awful, but it's confusing. It is confusing. It is because I do think Tyrese Halberton is potentially the better player. Now, of course, you know you're banking on him developing, which he has. Yeah. Um, and also, you're looking at Fox, whose contract is really bad, and you could already, <laughs> you could already say maybe Fox has already played his best basketball. You think so? Maybe. I hope you not. you may have seen what Fox is already. Whereas opposed to Tyrese Halbert, and he has all the skills that you would want out of a lead guard. Yeah, uh, he can shoot. He can um, he can distribute. He can play defense. He's getting almost two steals a game. In his last ten games, he's averaging seventeen nine assists and two steals a game. Yeah. Um, for his career, he's a forty-one percent three-point shooter. Dang. So he can shoot better than De'Aaron Fox. He's a good pick and roll player. You know what? Paired with Demonis Sabonis. He would have been good. <laughs> he hey, but I don't think they would have got him if they would have got Sabonis if they would have kept him. But, yeah, I think that if anything, they probably, which, you know, maybe they're super happy if they make the play-in tournament. They probably are because they're the Sacramento Kings. That's, <laughs> that's all so they aim bad. for. But um, stinks, though. I think that that's like your ceiling as, you know, as you're constructed right now. Yeah. yeah. 
Whereas you could have just maybe kept Tyrese Halliburton and waited on him to develop and kept drafting, which they're not good at, but other than Tyrese Halliburton, um, <laughs> which they're not good at, or you could have traded De'Aaron Fox and got something for him. I don't know. I feel, you know what? It's funny that you Or you, you could have just waited it. I, like, no trade is better than a bad trade. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know, man. And, and I I like Sabonis, too. I, I do. I like Sabonis a lot, but I understand exactly what you're saying, too, is you get rid of the young up-and-coming talent. And he wanted to be there. And he wanted to be there. Which they already said Sabonis wants to be there, too. But still, um, Sabonis has two years left on his deal. Sabonis just wanted to get out of Indiana. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Tyrese Halberton has, you know, potentially seven because, you know, he's on his rookie deal and then restricted free agency hits, you get another four, pretty much. Yeah. So... I don't know, man. I don't know. I think you take, you would, if you're a smart GM, which let's, <laughs> let's face it, the Kings usually aren't. We've um, said many times you need to be a GM, Christian. We've discussed uh, that. You would probably bank on Tyrese Halburn. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense because you, you get, you're getting somebody that you know what you're going to get with Sabonis, but it's just not enough. Yeah. It's, I, it's just not and enough. I like Sabonis. I like I watching him play too. But, I, like uh, a whole lot. I would, I would take the Pacers as winner in that deal. Yeah, I think you got to. You kind of have to. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. What else you got? Let's run through some more of these trades real quick. All right, so the Celtics acquired Derek White from the Spurs. Derek White for Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, and a first-round pick. I'll call that a wash. Okay. I can get with that. I like the pick for the Spurs. That's good. Uh, Phoenix Suns get Torrey Craig for uh, Jalen Smith. Get Torrey Craig from the Pacers for Jalen Smith, future second-round pick. I'll pretty much call that a wash also. <laughs> um Hornets get Montrez Harrell from the Wizards for Ish Smith and Vernon Carey. I would call that a win because neither one of those players are that good. But I do not think that solves the issue that the Hornets have and that they don't have a center. Yeah. and, and Montrez what, Harrell, you know, he can come in and he can score and he can grab boards, but he can't play defense. He can, he's going to get abused on the inside. He always has regardless of what team he goes to. So, so yeah, doesn't solve the problem. Raptors are trading Drogic to the Spurs. Uh... The Spurs get Joran Drogic, 2022 first-round pick, protected lottery, 2023 first-round pick, protected 1 through 13. Um, the Raptors get Thaddeus Young, Drew, Drew Eubanks, and a 2022nd second-round pick. I would call that a win for the Spurs because Thaddeus Young was barely playing and Drew Eubanks is meh. Um, they're going to buy out Goran Drogic. Say that again? He's meh. Okay, yeah, I thought uh, They're going to buy out Goran Drogic and he's going to go to the Mavs. That's mm, the word. That's the word. Because, um, you know. Goran is Slovenian and Luka Doncic is now Slovenian. That, that I can get with. Yeah, that's a good that's a good move. Yeah. Um is that it? Is that I think there was some other no, there was some others. Um Milwaukee Bucks get Serge Ibaka, two future oh, second yeah. round picks. Uh Sacramento Kings get Dante DiVincenzo, Trey Wiles, and Josh Jackson, and the LA Clippers get Rodney Hood and Simi Ojale. Uh Detroit Pistons get Marvin Bagley the third. So I would call the winner in that. Uh, long term, maybe the Kings because I actually do kind of like Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah. Um, maybe the Pistons because Marvin Bagley the third may actually not be bad once he gets out of Sacramento. But you don't like that uh, surge pickup in Milwaukee. Uh, I do like the surge for right now. I would pick the surge Ibaka pickup because I do think he is a good backup center. I think so too. Yeah, he hasn't really been available um a whole lot this season, but I think he can still play valuable minutes. Uh. The Miami Heat get a 2026 second round pick, and the Oklahoma City Thunder get KZ Okpala. Um, that is a, I mean, blockbuster deal. <laughs> That's 
Nah, I mean, yeah, hey, we're building our championship roster right now. We're making big moves over there in OKC, making big moves. Thanks, Christian. Well, let's see. The trade deadline special is still in full effect. Gotta make sure. I'm assuming nothing else has happened anytime soon because they had to shut it down. So I'm assuming nothing else has happened. Yeah, the last, I believe, the last trade that happened was Dennis Schroeder, Ennis Freedom, and Bruno Fernando was sent to the Houston Rockets in return. They got Daniel Tice. Okay. And you say your boy uh, Enos uh, can't. I'm sorry. Enos, Freedom Enos Freedom has been released, and he is <laughs> unlikely to get signed by any other team. I would think. I don't really like that trade, to be honest. I don't think Daniel Tice is that good, and I actually do kind of like Dennis Schroeder. Oh yeah, when he's playing, he can hoop. But why? Why would are they going to buy Dennis Schroeder out? I don't know. You think? Maybe. Possibly. Like, why would he want to play the rest of the season with the with them? I don't know, Dave. But yeah, Enos, we'll see if he finds his way. Hey, he said he he's talks too much. That's why he's not on the team. He's not getting minutes. He, he said he wasn't getting playing time because he's too vocal. That's what he said. Hey. He ain't not going to get playing time anywhere else. <laughs> He'll find his way this way somewhere. Fox. That sounds about right. <laughs> We're going to hit these standards when we get back right here on Double Tech. Welcome back to Double Tech. HB, the wheels. Kendrick Lamar on the ones and twos or something similar. I'm really hoping we get that that single. We better. I'm hyped now. I hope so, dude. We got to get something from Kendrick, man. A Super Bowl coming up? Dude, a soundtrack song or something, like anything. Even if he doesn't even want to release an album yet. I saw... I saw a meme because people make memes. Others make people meals. do. Other some rappers make meals. Other ones make memes. Ain't that what J Cole said? I think so. Something like that. I didn't say it exactly right, but it got me excited. Anyway, uh, it's a meme and it has SpongeBob writing and it says like five years later and then they show uh, the notebook and it says Kendrick after being lab and it just says D at the top of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Kendrick, we we need some hotness, man. I promise. We get some new Kendrick. We get new Kendrick. <laughs> Next week or this week, we will play that coming in and out of every, yeah, every same song every time. <laughs> the open, the close, every comeback will be that one song. Don't test us. We were. I was talking <laughs> on the zone, and I was like, I was saying, you know, Kendrick's, you know, he's my second favorite rapper of all time, and they were saying, oh, that, I've never really heard him. I was like, I was like, come on. See, I was like, he's. I was like, if you listen to rap, he's top ten of all time. Yeah, I, like, I don't even think it's a debate. And this is the thing, though, Christian, and, I, and I've said it before. Everybody's like, oh, well, Kendrick Lamar, why is he up there? And I'm like, this dude has been one of the hottest guys for the past 13 he's, years. He's one of the greatest of all time. Of all time, but people don't think about that. You don't know him like you do, you know, Snoop, Snoop or which Snoop ain't been good in a long time. Let, let's keep it a buck 3,000. Snoop is a legend, bar no, without question. Ain't nobody checking for no new Snoop album, man. Because he, he's bad now. He's dropping a lot of hot garbage. And you put them back and forth going rap, man, Kendrick would eat Snoop Dogg alive. Kendrick would eat Dre alive. But see, Dre ain't even Dre, a rapper. Dre's not a rapper like that. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dre's got songs and stuff like that, but Kendrick's a better rapper. See, I think people fail to realize like how much goes into some of some of the other guys who rap that they don't really pin their own stuff. Right. And that's like we try to explain to them. Because I think I said the same thing. It was a while ago. 
And someone was like, oh, yeah, no, Dr. Dre is better than Kendrick. I was like, no, no not even close. No. It's not even close. It's like, no, Dr. Dre. I was like, hey, Dr. Dre is a legend. His, his legend status, of course, is untouchable. It's Doc freaking Dre. But as a rapper, it's not even Kendrick's close. Kendrick's way better. It's not close. Not even close. And to me, I'm a huge, huge fan of people pinning their own stuff. That's just, I'm sorry. Because you think about some of the rappers like the Dre's, legend, Diddy, and like, apparently boy Kanye these days. But yeah. They they have so many other people writing for them to present you with a package of an amazing track, a great body of work. But I'm talking about getting in a lab with your pen and your pad and writing some hotness and then going in there and spitting it. It's different degrees to it. That's that's why Eminem loves Kendrick because he's like, dude, that's that's now what I, like to I see. would I would like to see M versus Kendrick. <laughs> dude, hey, you know what? You know what? That'd know, be a versus. That right would there. be a good versus because now you're talking lyrics. You're talking lyrics, and they always try to say, well, different styles, blah, 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 and would get killed by They're both XYZ. lyrical rappers. They're both. I th- Dude, you may have come across some stuff. I, th- I think that may be juicy. Need to hit up a Swiss and Timbo and you say, You put hey, their top 20 songs together. It's close. It's. Dude. Set it up, Swiss. Sweat it up, Timbo. Sweat it up. <laughs> Set it up. I swear I would. Man, that's pretty good, Christian. That's 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 real good. All right, man. Let's get these standards, man. We we gonna have a a show that's going longer than it's supposed to be. But hey, Super Bowl's right around the corner. Halftime show. I can't wait. I'm excited. I really am excited. All right, Christian. What are we looking like, man? Let me get out your way. All right. So in the Eastern Conference, the Miami Heat are atop. They are 35 and 20 win streak of three games. The Milwaukee Bucks are in second, just a half game back. That's the Eastern Conference. They're like that's all really close. Yeah, I see. Um, goodness. You got the Chicago Bulls at 34 and 21. They're one game back. The Cleveland Cavaliers also 34 and 21 and one game back. Philadelphia 76ers, who have acquired James Harden in case you didn't hear uh, the first segment. Um, <laughs> or you have not been near a TV or a phone or anything, really. Anything yeah, at all. You probably would have heard by now. <laughs> Even if you're not an NBA fan, you probably would have heard by now. Oh, you know. There's no way um, you don't know. That Philadelphia 76ers squad is two and a half games back of first. They get hardened. They're going to be pushing up the top. I'm telling you, man, they right up there, right up there. You got the Toronto Raptors who are making a run themselves. They got seven straight wins. Pascal Siakam's been really good. Kind of overlooked how good he's been. Well, because Snubbed it, all-star. How long ago was that we were talking about him not stepping up to the plate? That was last year. That's crazy because he really did. He, he wasn't good last year. Hey, that's how you turn it around right there. Work on your game, improve. I love it. Yeah. He's been really good this year. They're uh they're four games back. I think I may have mentioned that. But anyway, Boston Celtics, they've turned around. They're actually uh doing well too. Six straight wins. I think in the month of January or something, or they're like thirteen and two in their last or something like that. That's something really good. Um <laughs> I'm a hater, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're four and a half back. Brooklyn is five and a half back, riding a the longest losing streak in the NBA at nine. <laughs> yeah, it may it may keep going because oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, please. It may keep going because you know Kevin Durant's out for a while and Ben Simmons is not going to play immediately. <laughs> choking. I'm choking. Yeah, so it's, ooh, it's going to be real tough for them, man. Charlotte Hornets are five hundred seven and a half back of first. Atlanta Hawks they uh they've been they've been playing pretty well as of late. They have. I think they had a win streak going last week. It got broke. They're seven and three in their last ten though. Uh, twenty six and twenty eight. Uh, after this, these teams suck. Like <laughs> and they really do, and you know how that goes. It's that that bottom of the East 
hey, bottom of the West too. It, yeah, it's just, it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. It's it's such a big gap between yeah. those teams. It's it's um, insane. The New York Knicks, twenty four and thirty one. They they suck. They suck. What's up with your boy Julius Randle trying to fight everybody? The last 10. <laughs> Probably mad. I don't, I don't mean, I, he's he's not good this year. I'm, he's not. It, the crazy thing about it is when we discussed it. And I think you may have said something about, like, was this just it? Like, was this just a, a good year for New York? I think York? it was. I, you may have called it, dude. I think you may have because I was like, no, I man. was saying, you know, you look at Julius Randle's stats and, you know, they're not in front of me, but he was shooting 27% from three the year before last year, and then he, all of a sudden he shoots 42% on, like, higher volume. Getting buckets, baby. And then this year it goes back down to, like, 30% back to – where he has been his entire career. Dude. That last year was just it was a weird year. The the crazy thing and it stinks because hey, it would be crazy if Ben Simmons carried that with him. But you know Julius Randle had a atrocious playoff series. And it then was, he's been horrible this year. He's been horrible ever since. He has not gotten that out of his head because my gosh, it's bad. Now, I mean, he has a good game Every here and now there, and but yeah. if, he's had he's consistently had, bad. Yeah. Pretty much. Consistently bad or meh, meh with a good game. Yeah. Mm. Um, Indiana Pacers nineteen and thirty-seven, uh, Orlando Magic thirteen and forty-three, and the Detroit Pistons twelve and forty-two. Detroit. In the Western Conference, we got the Phoenix Suns, the best team in the league currently, forty-four Jeez. and ten. Yeah, they are. They've uh, won nine of their last ten. They're they're good. They're really good. They're good. Chris yeah. Paul is uh, aging like. Fine wine, <laughs> they would say. Yeah, he is. He really is. And Russell Westbrook is aging like hot dirt. Yeah, he's aging like uh, milk. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just mad over uh, Golden State Warriors, 41-14. and 14. They're three and a half games back of Phoenix. They are 9-1 and one in their last 10 as well. But despite Steph Curry being pretty bad. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, 38-18. Is that the surprise of the season? Probably? Without question. With the, without a shadow of a doubt, I feel like where Minnesota is is where we thought Memphis. Made. Yeah, I, I think I had them like around nine or something. Like yeah, that. so but hats off to them. We need to go back and see where we ranked everybody. It ain't gonna be right pretty. Now. It ain't gonna be. Pretty. Oh, it's gonna be terrible. Um, <laughs> Utah Jazz thirty four and twenty one. They are five and five in their last ten. I believe last week they were like, or when we last did this, which was two weeks ago, they were like in the middle of like one of their worst stretches. I think they were I like. Think- had lost 12 of their last 14 games or something. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, they've bounced back. I Unfortunately. I cannot stand Utah. Like, not one um, bit. Goodness. Yeah. Unfortunately, they drunk. Yeah. yeah. I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> I'm going to say it. Uh, I mean, they bounced back, and I didn't did. want them to. Yep, they did. I don't think Rudy's playing. Uh, he hadn't played here in a little bit, but. Speaking of Rudy, you see that graphic where they say in their prime who was better, and it's Dwight Howard and Rudy stop Gobert. It. Dude, stop! That's it. exactly. Dude, I see all. My I best did see leaders. that. Did I think I'm like, dude, stop. I, the, dude, the disrespect that Dwight gets these days is just insane, and I blame Anthony Davis, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> just go ahead. Just go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Dallas, uh, they are 32 and 23. Um, hey, they just six and four in their last. 10. They uh, just made a very questionable move, but we'll see how that pans out. They're, uh, they said they're about to come up now. They're about to be the number yeah. one team in the West. They've actually been playing pretty decent as of late, and I think it's been without Przingis, so I guess we'll see, but Spencer Dinwiddie's not good. Davis Bertans is not good. He's about to, Spencer Dinwiddie's about to be playing the best ball of his career now. He's about to come back. I wonder what Luke is going to do the first time that Spencer Dinwiddie waves him off. <laughs> 
Dinwiddie. He's, he's going to do something. You won't see much of Spencer Dinwiddie for long. Uh, six, we got the Denver Nuggets, 30-24, and 7-3 in their last 10. Nikola Jokic continues to have possibly the best season in NBA history, and it goes <laughs> under the radar a little bit. It does. Uh, seventh, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves, 29-26, and 7-3 in their last 10. That is my uh, – the. My other team, if I was to have one, I like to see the Minnesota Timberwolves win. Yeah, I can see that. Even when they're playing the Thunder, I like to see them win because oh. I want the Thunder to lose. Oh, well, obviously that makes but, um, that makes sense. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're fun to watch. I watch most of their games due to league pass. They are fun, <laughs> they are fun though. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, your boy Pat Bev. He had something to say about Russell earlier today. Anyway, talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't like, I don't like him. I don't like him one bit. He did have a point. Well, he's been waiting to say that for like I he don't has. Know. He has. He's been sitting in the corners waiting. It's like, like, I can't say good. anything yet. I can't say don't anything. Do good. Yet. I know, right? Anyway, oh, I can't uh, stand that guy. Come on, Russ. He said it. something. You know, a few years ago when Russell Westbrook said, oh, "Pat Bev trick y'all. He doesn't run around or whatever." So Pat Bev basically said, "You know, who's the real magician? Yeah, who's the real magician now or something like no, that." Anyway, I anyway can't um, stand Patrick Beverly. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan either. He's actually having a salt season. But uh, Boo. yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers, 27 and 29, five and five in their last ten. They somehow just continue somehow winning games. Norman Powell had a good first game with them. I think he had 28 points, and they got him for nothing. <laughs> hey, nice. Nothing. Hey, that's what you do, right there. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers, 26 and 30, yeah, you're three gonna be, and hey, seven. You're gonna get a background. Stop. No, I'm <laughs> Three and seven in their last ten. Oh my gosh. Um, they lost to the dumpster fire. Fire. Trailblazers last night. I told you. It just didn't. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. I told you last night. If we lose to the Blazers, I got to take a week off. I can't do this anymore, man. I can't subject myself to this kind of torture because how I can't. How do they do it? How does LeBron James score thirty <laughs> points a game and they lose? I just don't understand it. Well, and Anthony Davis it. isn't playing that bad either. He's actually playing pretty solid for the most part. Well, see, this is the thing though, Christian, and you've seen it. You've seen the games. We have so many just laps of just Your confusion. defense is awful. That's what I'm awful. saying. It's just confusion where everybody's kind of standing, not on offense, but just on defense for the main part. We do not look good. That sense of urgency is not there. So we can have a little lead means nothing. And if we get behind, it's a tough struggle to come yeah. back. So it's just it's it's tough, man. I, I can't deal with it. I, I need a week. I got to clear my head. I need to go like yeah. get a massage. When this was spa. When, when this roster was constructed, I was like, okay. I mean, we were both like, that's a great roster. I just didn't I didn't see it coming. I didn't see Pause. yeah, I didn't see them being that bad. As though I just I can't, man. And it's, it's not all at Russell's feet. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, a, he didn't even play the last yeah, game. Quite a quite a bit of it is. But you know what? He didn't not play all the last game. Yeah, I know. And uh Can't I, fire Frank Vogel because you did when you lost to the Trailblazers, you didn't have Russell Westbrook. You can't fire him. Anyway, Frank Vogel should be fired. I'm, I'm going to go out on a whim and say that should happen. It's time. It's time. It may not. It's it's not completely his fault, but something's got to change, and he's he's the scapegoat. So I'm not, the next time I watch the Lakers play will be after our next show. I got to take a week. You're taking a week. I got to take a week. Legitimately. Uh, I'm telling tenth, you, man. We got the New Orleans Pelicans who are currently in the play-in. I think that they'll continue climbing up the standings. Uh, maybe not climbing up the standings. They'll stay in tenth. I'll say that. Okay. Maybe ninth. Depending on what the Lakers do. 
Uh, <laughs> go to 12. Yeah. <laughs> if the Lakers miss the playoffs, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Um, oh, man. And it's a, it's a possibility. I, I keep I'm, – I'm holding out hope that we, you know, do better and turn the leaf and become, you know, that team that we get on nice push to run off 12 straight. Say, hey, good run yeah. and get right back in the mix. It's not happening. It's not happening. Anyway, I think that the New Orleans Pelicans are most likely going to make the play in at this point. Um, if they get Zion back, they could be a kind of – you might not want to play him in the first round. That's a that's a pretty solid lineup yeah. they got there. How's Zion looking? I really don't know. Exactly. Over ain't, ain't nobody. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody, anyway, ain't nobody um, worried about Zion, man. Yeah. 11th, you got the Portland Trailblazers. They'll probably uh, – <laughs> I don't see Dame playing the rest of the season. They'll probably lose some more. Um, Sacramento Kings, they're a team that could climb up with the addition of Demonis Sabonis that helps them right now. Uh three and seven in their last ten. They won last night Demonis Sabonis' first game. I believe he had twenty three and twelve. Yeah, I saw the photo of De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, they were hugging. Him. It yes. was like it was like <laughs> De'Aaron Fox ain't ain't won in years. Was he was like, Oh my gosh, we won a game. <laughs> Dude, he was so excited to have some. That was man. so funny. Oh but gosh. um San Antonio Spurs are thirteenth, twenty and thirty five. OKC Thunder, 17 and 37. One young guy's still looking good. Josh Giddy looks good. Lou Dort looks good. Trey Mann looks good. He's very saucy. I like him. Who was that? Very that flashy. Speaking of saucy, who was that uh, Lou Dort just yoked on not too long ago? Uh, the putback dunk? I think. Maybe. Uh, he caught somebody. I think slipping. it was the Warriors because we got five straight offensive rebounds and then he got to put it. I think put so. Because wasn't it on Steph? I think so. I think so. Yep. That was maybe nice. it was Clay. I don't remember. Anyway. One of those splash bros. Fifteenth, <laughs> we got the Houston Rockets at fifteen and thirty-nine. Uh, they're not good. Jalen Green is nowhere near as good as I thought he would be. He's not good at all, to he's, be honest. I, I, surprising to me. I think too. he will be eventually, but he's not this year. I uh, thought he was going to make more of an impact yeah. for sure. Kevin Porter Jr. I like him. Yeah, I like him. Well, thank you for those standings, Christian. I'm, I'm saying it. Yeah, sad. you should be. Well, let me go uh, cry real quick, and when we come back, see if I can make Christian cry. Wait, what? We'll find out. <laughs> Right here on Double Tech. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the Welcome outside. Welcome back to Double Tech. HB, Christian Weaver. Think we'll get this at the Super Bowl? Guess who's back? Probably, yeah. Back again. I know. I feel like we'll get this. That could be the first song. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be the first song. No. I think I'm trying to see what would Dre. Can you do nothing but a G thing first? I don't know because I feel like it needs to be a Dre song, not a Dre and Snoop or a Dre and M song. Mm. But I'm trying to think what would he do that doesn't have M or Snoop on it that would be that big. And most hit. of his like big songs are features. Yes. Got Dre and Snoop on it. So we'll find out. But I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm very giddy about this halftime performance. I'm too. I'm waiting to see all the old fogies talk about how they didn't enjoy X, Y, or Z, or they don't know who Kendrick Lamar is. <laughs> oh, I hate everybody. All right, let's have some fun. Christian, you know what time it is. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. You ready? Let's do it. Let's find out. It's time for What Organization Is This Athlete Associated With? Okay, we've been holding it down pretty good as far as doing the classic What Organization Is This Athlete Associated With? So we're going to do it again. I got some names for you, baby. I have three right. rookies in one first year veteran <laughs> rookies i'm gonna get rookies oh my gosh don't say that kind of stuff okay 
make sure I say these names right because I suck. I say the name wrong all the time. I need you to correct me. Okay. So what's really gonna be bad is I'm gonna say the name wrong. You're gonna say it right and then tell me what team they are uh, right. on. Yeah. It's terrible. All right, well let me make sure. All right, first up, this rookie, Santi Aldama. Yeah, Santi Aldama. He plays for uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Crap. Yes, he does. I think he played for Loyola Marymount in college. Stop showing off, please. Thank you. It's I could un- be wrong, but I think he did. You're probably not wrong. I know you, so you're probably not wrong. All right, next up, we have C.J. Ellaby. C.J. Ellaby is a Portland Trailblazer. Oh, my gosh. Why is this so easy to you? Is he a rookie? Or no, is he first one- year. Yeah, yeah, one year. Yeah, okay. One year, I thought he was a one-year yep. All right. Next up. It's too easy for you. We have... Dashin Nix. Dashin Nix. Dashin Nix. He was a member of G League Ignite last year. He was, and I actually have that written um, on too. He's Just, with the Houston Rockets. Why? Why? Are, it's, no, it's no fun, man. I can't stomp you anymore. You're too good. Stop learning. And last, but definitely not least, or probably least. Well, no, not really, actually. I think he averages the most points out of all of these players. Corey Kispert. Yeah, Corey Kispert is a Washington Wizard. You know what? I got to figure out something else with you. Played man. for uh, Gonzaga last year. <laughs> Good job, Chris. Good. See, this is why I had to switch it up because we try to do this the classic way, and it's just too easy for you. It's just way too easy. It, it is pretty easy. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Pat yourself on the See, back, that's, man. That's the problem, Mike. If you name a player, <laughs> any player in the NBA, I can probably tell you what team. And they that's play for. and I can probably tell you what college they play at. That's awesome. Hands up to you, man. For real, that, that's awesome. Good that's, job. That's the useless information that my brain holds. I can't remember some things that are actually important, but I remember <laughs> stupid stuff like that. Hey, well, next week I got to I got to do something harder for you, man, because that's 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 way too easy. You do got to do it harder. Pause. Oops and flagrant fouls. All right, Christian. Christian, what you got, Chief? All right, so Alioop, I'm going to give it to the. Uh, I guess, I mean, I can give it to the Nets and the Sixers. Hey. Because I do feel like it was a win-win trade. Daryl Morey definitely won. Won the gamble. Uh, he did. And I think the Brooklyn Nets got better in the process. I think that, uh, you know, you have Kyrie Irving, ideally. You have Kyrie Irving, <laughs> uh, Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and wondering who that five is. Maybe with Marcus Aldridge? I think so. So yeah, that's so. your five. That's a good starting five. That's a real nice starting five. Jeez, so I think that's good. And then you got P Mill off the bench. Patty Mills, six man. Hey, he was my six man at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Just didn't work out that way. And then 76ers, of course, you get the best player in the deal. You, you're usually pretty good. Um, I'll also give an alley to the trade deadline as a whole. Hey, the best one that I can remember. I mean, not very often do you get a player of James Harden's cal- caliber eaten dealt. This is true. What, this Carmel is Anthony, true. was that at the deadline or was that like a few weeks before that? I think that was a few weeks before. I think it was too. I think that was before. Um, so yeah, that that doesn't happen very often. So that's pretty cool. Flagrant foul. I'm gonna give one to the Lakers, not you know because <laughs> me, they're me losing, too, too. but also because they didn't do anything. But you, I didn't expect us to honestly. I expected something. I, I mean, like I know that uh, Tht and Kendrick Nunn in a first round pick wasn't getting any traction apparently with any teams. They're like, no, we're we're good, we're good. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was. But too. I wish they could have worked out. And I mean, I hate to say it because you know I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. Yes, it's hard to be. It's hard to be a Russell Westbrook fan. I, I root for him. I want him to be successful. I do too. But um, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. I would have traded him for John Wall. I would have tried to work out some deal with that. I think that 
seems to be and you know they they said they were working on the deal but i would have really tried to do it yeah i, I think everybody kind of feels that way right now i i can't be upset about that i probably would have made that trade too, and, or that pickup or that switch because it's just need to do something we need to do something and we did not nothing at all and it doesn't surprise me that we did nothing at all and then my other flagrant fouls i'm going to give one to the trailblazers for i, I mean i'm unsure what they're doing yeah it's not good, I don't think. And then uh, the Mavericks, I'm going to give one them one because I don't understand the Kitch Traps Brzingis deal. <laughs> it seems like you could have got, you know, if you're going to trade Kitch Traps Brzingis to them, why don't you get, you know, like Denny Avdia or Rui Hachimura, something young, some yes. young talent. But instead you get Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertens. Brzingis uh, frustrated the front office and they were like, we're just going to move you. Just, just go. Just going to move you for... Nothing. I don't understand that either. Well, my flagrant goes to the Lakers as well. Kind of on both sides. Like I said, we didn't do anything, but I didn't really expect us to do anything. But for the most part, because we're terrible. It's frustrating. I'm tired. I, I, I need a break. It's just making me sleepy. I got bags on my eyes. I just I just can't deal with it anymore, Chris. You know how much energy I put into my NBA? I don't really follow many other sports. All so right. when my team is doing terrible, it takes a toll on me. It does. So you, I need a week. You know that meme? With uh, the guy sitting on the bus, and on one side of the bus he's sad, and on one side of the bus he's happy or yes. whatever. It's like when my team loses, and it's me on the happy side, and you on the sad side. That's exactly how it looks. That's, I'm like, yes. Dude, that's exactly won't. how it looks, man. But, yeah, we, we got to do something, man. But we did nothing today, so we'll find out what the season holds. But my hopes are not high. Alley-oop, I give it to all of the NBA all-stars. Congratulations to all right. of them, all the reserves, all that good stuff. Special shout out to LaMelo Ball, second year making an all-star squad. Did you see the footage of him getting the phone call? While he was I did. That was pretty cool. That was fantastic. And, and then uh, DeJounte Murray is the replacement on yes. the Western Conference side. Yes, that's Who it. was well-deserved as well. Yeah, so shout out to all those guys. Alley-oops for all the all-stars. All-star weekend is in uh, 12 days? Next Sunday? Next Is it? Is Next Sunday? No, no, no. What? No, is it? We, the 20th, the week okay, okay, after okay. next. So, yes, so we still got a couple weeks or a week and a half. I didn't mean like the Super Bowl Sunday. I meant the week after. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yes, th- I think we're on week. the same page. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, yes. All-Star Weekend right around the corner. Can we say that? Right. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the way. Well, that was the uh, trade deadline special, man. It was a good one. I had fun. I did, too. You enjoy yourself? I did. That was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, we should do it next week and actually do it this time. You know what? That's the plan. I mean, last time you had all these snowstorms and stuff that just, you know. We could have trekked it in. We could have. No, we couldn't. No, we couldn't. (laughs) My my car literally couldn't do it. Oh, dude. My tire. And my wife was just saying that uh, this morning. She was like, you need to do something about those tires. I'm like, ah, they're fine. Um, (laughs) Friday, I actually did come in. And unfortunately, I did have to go home. Yeah. But uh, I got stuck in the parking lot of Walmart, (laughs) which was funny. But it wasn't that funny at the time because I had a baby with me. It's a little stressful. Yeah, How'd I had you to get yourself out. I had to get out there and rock it back and forth and okay. end up pushing it out. Nice. Use that muscular strength. That's what yeah, I like to see. Man. That was that was interesting. Hey, so man. at that point, I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Wrap it up. We're not doing snow stuff. Yeah, I think we'll be fine. You get this. It. This song has one of the best verses in it. You know yes. what I'm talking about? Which one? It's like the one where he says, "That's good, and I'm here for the, real reason." Yeah. Oh man, that's classic. That's not. It's not till way later. But anyways, like uh, in the Bible, it says, "What comes around goes around," which it doesn't. But anyway, um. <laughs> hey, well, all I know is said they shot me like, or they shot you like they shot me, but I'm still here or something like that. Shout out to Fifty Cent. He's gonna be a surprise guest at the Super Bowl. Should be. That'd be show. cool. Calling it right now. Fifty Cent. Pop out, be in the club, and then dip out. They're probably gonna get some like old rock person or something no, uh-uh. I, I, they don't need to do that big three i'm calling it. it's either or 
Ice Cube, Busta yeah. Rhymes, or 50 Cent. I'm saying 50 Cent at the top. They should. I hope that they don't try to mix genres. No, it's just don't. there's no point. Please don't. There's no point. Not at all. Please. I heard the morning show talking about an old country person. I'm <laughs> like, dude, stop! Don't bring it's out, like, we don't need to do this. Bring out Morgan Wallen so he can come out. Uh, <laughs> he has a song with Little Dirt. No, yeah, I haven't heard that crap. It's bad. I'm not listening to that. All right, people, y'all have a great one. Double Tech next week. Thank you for tuning in. Y'all have a great one. Sky no more, have mercy on me. Have-